Sure, well, we'll just start then. Barry looks for his content. I got, I, I'm ready to go. Listen, I know I promised no episode this week because I was going to be traveling, but I was just hounded, hounded by these guys who just desperately, desperately wanted to come over and do a podcast. We're so looking, we're here. We're looking out for you, people. Yeah. So you got Davey G. Yo. You got Joey T. Yo. Got Barry O. Oh, yeah. Barry O. Isn't that an old song? <laughs> an old folk song? It should be. Andy G. Pretty, 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 pretty Barry O. Let's go with it. Okay. Did you... uh? People never like to call you B.O. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he loves that. Yeah, but it had nothing to do with his name. <laughs> That's the joke I was looking for. My pleasure. How is everybody? I am back from a four-hour drive to Kalamazoo, so my energy is at sweaty balls level. Does anybody know where that name Kalamazoo came It's got to be the dumbest name for a city in the entire United States. It has to come from something. I don't know. I was treated to my endless signs of uh, dispensaries once I got into Michigan. I wonder. That's going to happen here soon. Yeah, it is. It's going to be a long time. I mean, in a good year or yeah, something, yeah, right? Yeah. You were full of all sorts of information on that episode, I, Barry. I, I appreciated that. I, I have more, uh, you know, cannabis-related news today on Blunt-Sided. <laughs> <laughs> so we need a nickname, something cannabis... Something with Guru. Barry's Blunt Report. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'm so glad that you graduated from your amphibian <laughs> podcast <laughs> to something that's of interest to most of us. Well, let's see how he started with a book report on gin long ago. And look how far he's come. You know, uh, the amphibians are coming back in the spring. So we'll pick it is up. Is that there. when you? Okay. Is that when you? Yeah. Okay. Nobody cares about amphibians right now because they're all like hibernating. Yeah. I don't think amphibians hibernate. No, they really do. Do they? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. They come out. Well, I'm going to take your word for it. The big because deal, you're a resident amphibian expert. There are a lot of amphibians that live in Ohio, more than almost any place else on Earth, and um, they all come out in the spring when it warms up, and in some cases, just for like one day or less than a day, and that's it, and they're gone. You never see them again. Like, do they gone, die, or are they just like? It's my favorite kind of amphibian. Yeah, they go back underground. Hmm. Must be pretty fun. <coughs> I think they have a good time on that one day. <laughs> yeah, because the whole point is to mate and eat. Just have sex and yeah. eat all day. <laughs> Why else come out? <laughs> so, Dave, how was Morocco? It was um, not exactly what I was expecting. Really? But it was a hell of a trip. It was it was quite interesting. I was expecting, like, you know, an old-timey country with... You know, with with really cool old stuff that's you know two thousand years old or a thousand years old, and every big city we were in, it was like gridlocked, like like New York City. Ugh, it wow. was loud. There were horns. You had to really be careful when you tried to cross the street. Mm -hmm. um, just tons so, of people everywhere. Was it not as picturesque as you thought it would be? Well, I didn't expect picturesque. Um, because it's basically desert landscape. Okay. You know, so if you, desert. Yeah, exactly. So Good if, job, Barry. It's the third, uh, biggest desert on earth. And we never saw any sand. So it was, you know, like Arizona desert, so you know, which is like dirt and tumble, 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 tumbling weeds. Yeah. It's a pretend desert. It's a pretend desert. Exactly. Does anybody know the two bigger deserts on earth? Yes. 
There is one Kobe. in Russia named. I don't know. It's because like, it's not bigger than the Sahara. What? <laughs> yeah, Sahara. Yeah. Is, is Sahara the biggest? It's the third biggest, but it is the biggest hot desert. Okay. The other two bigger. What ones. makes it so hot? The temperature. Oh, okay. <laughs> The Arctic and the Antarctic deserts are bigger, which it's kind of a trick question. First time that I went to... <laughs> those are not hot. First time I went to Arizona with Janine, met her family and all that stuff. Um, Dave's ex-wife. Yes, thank you. for That's for cousin whoever. Um, they, they bred huskies and they used to take them out to the desert at like five in the morning and hook them up to a cart and teach them how to run dog sleds, except there was a cart with wheels instead of a dog, you know, instead of a snow dog sled cart. Sounds fun. And yeah, well, I think it is for them, but it was hilarious to them because the guy from Cleveland comes to Arizona. We go out to the desert. It's like 30 degrees. I'm shivering my ass off at five in the morning. (laughs) Did you have any warm clothes? Not because I was going to Arizona and I was going to a desert. Right, exactly. <laughs> Nobody told me that the desert wasn't hot. Well, you know, is. look at this city boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they, I, I, I got a little bit of abuse over, for that for yeah. for quite a while, and probably rightfully so. I think they should only call hot deserts deserts. You're right. Cold desert should be tundras. I like mm. it, like Lambeau Field. Yeah. Yeah. Good, like a, good idea. Start, we started start a trend at the campaign. It's a great idea. We could. So, anyways, you went out to the Arizona tundra. And it was that was it. Really I was just freezing in the desert. I ended up hiding in the car while they ran the dogs. <laughs> so and you, then got abused so you for got, it. You got the stamp of approval from the in-laws. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. This is wow. just the kind of guy we want. Right. So you go to Morocco and there's like no episode where like a uh, adventurers running through the streets and people are shooting at them and no cars was, are flipping. I, How I disappointing. Do, I do have to say that there was a little part of me that was worried, particularly with my very Jewish last name, that I would get beheaded while I was there, mm. and I probably told that to about ten different people, <laughs> and. And I, all I could think to myself was, if I actually get beheaded, then they're gonna they're gonna be like so weirded out that I was talking about it before I went. But there was not a single time while I was there that I felt even a little bit unsafe, except trying to cross the street. Hmm. Most people don't lose ten pounds on vacation, but <laughs> yeah, there was the, there was that. So but then again, some focal, so fecal, not focal. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they tell you don't drink the water, and unless they use filtered water, and their ice cubes don't drink the ice cubes. But right. schmuck that I am uh, didn't dawn on me that I needed to use filtered water or bottled water to brush my teeth. Oh, yeah. Right. And I think... That's where they get you. I think that's what... <laughs> I, I don't know for sure what got me. I bet you it was. But I think it was probably brushing my teeth with tap water. Mm. Um that gave me a, a little of uh, what they call in Israel shol shol. So we were we were going out. Deb's got a coworker who's I think she's like a professor of African studies or something, 
who recommended we go to this hotel when we were in, I want to say, uh, Casablanca, but I can't swear to it. Um, and so I was not feeling right all day. Like I was, you know, I was, I was burping up that eggy thing, but you know, I wasn't bad, but I was like, I wonder if I'm getting sick. And, uh, you know, I decided to tough it out. So we went to the restaurant and about, and they brought out, oh, they also told us don't eat, um, fresh vegetables, mm. probably cause they're washed in water. Mm. Right. Is my guess. Um, and the first dish was called Moroccan salad. And we didn't know what Moroccan salad was, but when they brought it up, it was basically, it was a bunch of different things, like a couple of different kinds of, like a plate of olives, a plate of a different kind of olives, a plate of five other kinds of olives, some tamponade. Well, I like olives. I do too. But a a bunch of other stuff too, you know, like dips and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And they were all delicious. I mean, there was an eggplant crushed, you know, crushed up eggplant, stuff like that. And it was amazing. But by the time we were done, I ate a little bit, but I wasn't feeling right and decided to be careful. And then I made the dash for the bathroom. And I was in and out of the bathroom for the entire meal. And what happened in the bathroom? At one point. Which one? Which end? I I had poopies. Okay. Thankfully, it was only coming out of one end. Okay. That's the worst if it comes out of both. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You just don't know where to go. Yeah. The funny part was each toilet had because I sampled damn near all of them. All the toilets. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, each, until I found, until I found my favorite, <laughs> but they all had um, coming up like out of around the side of the bowl. They had spray hoses. Oh, so nice. I don't I don't know if they were supposed to be used as a bidet. Mm-hmm. Or if you're just supposed to clean up after yourself, but I felt really good about having the option of cleaning up after oh, myself. Yeah. Especially when you're dropping mud like that. Yeah, that's exactly correct. <laughs> so I was in there a good probably 20 minutes, and uh, and Deb asked Greg to come up and check on me. <laughs> Lovely Greg. Yeah. Oh, poor Greg. No, no, no. So so Greg, retur- <laughs> Greg returns to the table about one minute later and sits down and... And they said, how is he? He's like, I don't know where the bathroom is. <laughs> so he gave up. <laughs> I, I would have given up he, too in that. Yeah. Quote, unquote, Adri- gave Adri- up. Adrian yeah. then, yeah, right. Adrian uh-huh. then, you know, shamed him into going and checking on me. But I was coming out at the time and, you know, and I was, I, I thought I was hey, empty. Hey, buddy. You oh, no, okay I was in like, there? no, I was like eight stalls. So, you know, I was actually out. By the time he came in, I was actually out. But, I think I made about four more trips before the uh, before the meal was over. Hmm. I obviously packed mine up and took it home, and I was sick probably from six in the morning until like three. I'm sorry, six in the evening till like three in the morning. Mm-hmm. At which point it worked itself I, out. It worked itself yeah, out. Yeah. I passed. I, I I passed everything. I passed out. Thank God this was the most comfortable hotel that we were in. <coughs> sorry about that, folks. I'm battling like dengue fever or something. Oh, we'll just cut that out. That's okay. by diarrhea. Yeah. Um, and uh, and that day we were supposed to take, we were in Fez and we were supposed to take the artisan tour, which I think much to, to Deb's uh, relief, perhaps. Um, I didn't go because it was like a four hour walking tour. Yeah. And I figured if I have a relapse, I'm in trouble. 
Mm-hmm. And also I have nothing in me and I'm dehydrated. So I'm going to stay back. I slept until like 1130, nice. which was glorious. Yeah. And then I took like three more naps before they ever got back. But I ended up really hungry and, and adventurous enough to eat. So I took out my leftovers. Best thing that I ever ate in my life. I bet. And uh, although I will say that the last time this happened to me, I ate rice with salt, and that was also the best thing that I'd ever eaten in my life. So might have had more to do with the fact that I hadn't eaten in 24 hours than anything. When you were in the hotel by yourself, did you watch TV? I didn't. Um, I spent the whole day catching up on Brown's podcast because uh. they had just beaten the Steelers Monday night. Uh. You were excited. And I was excited. Greg and I, Greg had it on his phone, and we had adjoining rooms with... Um, with with a balcony like the rooms weren't adjoining but the balcony was adjoining so we ended up sitting out on the balcony and watching the browns on his phone wow so that's was, ama- that's yeah amazing. it was fun yeah, that's good. so it was it was a lot of fun Give some moroccan beer or have some moroccan wine spirits did something? not sample any spirits i know greg and adrian did and deb tried some wine but not my gig you know and they didn't offer any uh any heroin or anything, so mm. I so I abstain. No hashish, no hashish. So it's all illegal there. Believe it's it or not, it's, it's no. Illegal. That's not that's not correct. That's not what Hollywood t- has taught me. <laughs> so um, apparently, it is legal for uh, for medical <clears throat> purposes. Oh. But and this was really interesting and when you, I was listening. You had a medical reason. Week. Yeah, really. I was uh, listening last week, and it was very interesting, Barry. Hum, you know that you said they were like. The first or second largest? Second. Yeah. Behind the United States. Yeah. USA. <laughs> right. We're number one. We're number one. <laughs> but, yeah, but it's not legal, which really surprised me. Yeah. Um, for, and, even for tourists, yeah, it's, it's all illegal. Yeah. And, yeah, they'll, like, our, our tour guide, who was amazing, um, told us that they'll, like, lock you up for three months if they catch you smoking dope. Right. Wow. And... How's the laws with like women over there? As far as what you can take any woman you want, Joe. Is it like some sort of Islamic law? Okay, law that were like, um, so women was showing her face, or you know, Adrian was showing her neck or elbows. No, nothing (gasps) like that. We never had any issues with the way we were dressed. Um, Morocco is probably the most liberal of the Muslim countries, and. Women can dress the way they want, and, you know, nobody's forced to pray. I guess it's 90% Muslim and, like, maybe 5% Christian and 5% Jewish. Damn it. Really nice thing that I heard. (laughs) I didn't want to be tied for a second. (laughs) (laughs) With the Jews. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I wonder if now that you've left, if it's... Yeah. uh, Four percent Jewish yeah. <laughs> could be. There's only five there. <laughs> it was actually one of the things he told us was was really fascinating to me. Um, Hitler came to the king, I think it was Mohammed V, during World War II and tried to get him to turn over the Jews. And Mohammed basically told him to go screw himself. These people are are my people, and they. Have protection here. Good job, Mohammed. So yeah, yeah. Did he, it was call, really... did he call Hitler fat, or did he say, <laughs> you know what, Hitler? It looks like you've lost weight since you put on that uniform. He said, he said, <laughs> fat Hitler, you're a lousy singer. 
Um, that was also hilarious. <laughs> the fat Hitler thing. <laughs> so anyhow, um, no, there was there was nothing about dressing or anything like that. It was all uh, it was all really cool. Um, they they're very liberal as far as Muslim countries go, mm. or at least that's what we're told. Um, I had asked the tour guide how gay people are treated there. I was, you know, I was curious if they're persecuted. He's like, they pretty much have a don't ask, don't tell policy. Mm -hmm. They were really smart about how they wrote the laws. It's, you know, it's illegal apparently to yeah. have sex with a person of yeah. the same sex. Male, However, male and female? That's, that's all part of my yeah. okay. But I, I did not have sex with that woman. Okay, Bill. Um, but, damn. I, I was going to talk about uh, homosexuality in Morocco as part of my 10 fun facts about Morocco. Oh, you have fun oh, facts. Oh, great. We, know, we only have nine now. <laughs> nine fun facts. Yeah, we've we've day. Maybe we can whittle that down to like two. Listen, I'll do it again. Uh, I'm sure Barry has a witty joke to go along with his fun fact. Um, so anyhow, I guess the way they wrote the law was like, you know, it's illegal to actually have sex. But like yeah. if you, you know, shout in the middle of a... Uh, middle of a crowded theater, mm -hmm. I had sex with my boyfriend, then they don't have proof you had sex, so mm. they can't do anything about gotcha. it. I think so, there are ways also, they could Carol, <coughs> I'm pretty sure it was like Carl Lagerfeld or somebody. That's like, who made the uniforms? Yeah. For the Nazis? No, for the, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> That's right. I may be confusing him. But there was some designer who, like, fell in love with Morocco and lived there, and he was a gay dude, and he brought in a shitload of money for uh, the country. Yeah, like, so. we like gays. Right. I think that's kind of how it worked, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that how it always works? Barry's over here getting nervous that, like, Dave's going to <laughs> across that one yeah. off. He's Fucking Dave. He's already hit three or four. Do, do you want to throw out your fun facts, and I'll see if I have anything to add? Oh, I'm glad you mentioned that, Dave. Thanks. <laughs> well, that's good, because I'm losing my voice, so it'll give me a chance to rest. Okay. <coughs> Ten fun facts about, well, six fun facts about Morocco. <laughs> that's all that's left. Sorry. Number one, Morocco was the first nation to recognize the newly independent United States in 1777. Wow. Which is interesting because only only 2% of Americans can recognize Morocco on a map. <laughs> is that accurate <laughs> or did you write that part? I made that up. That's pretty good, though. Thanks. Moroccans have a strong belief in genies. That You know, the, all the folklore about genies, yeah. it comes from Morocco. Hmm. And, huh. and, and apparently, even to this day, people, you know, they kind of, it's like, I don't know. They think genies are a real deal or something. So the number one wish among people who believe in genies is get me the fuck out of Morocco. <laughs> see? I, see, he's adding to yeah. it. Yeah. That's what Dave didn't have. <laughs> Barry's obviously more entertaining than I am. I appreciate that. There's nothing better than Barry laughs hard at his own jokes. He's turning red. I think we're going to lose him. <laughs> who's doing? Who's doing CPR if, if, he, if he dies there? <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> number three, Morocco's national animal is the Barbary lion, which is extinct. Hmm. Yeah, and they're not even on the Barbary coast. It's like Donald Trump saying his favorite thing to do is look at his own toes. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. <laughs> 
see, he can't see his toes. And, oh. and like their, their their national animal is, you the, can't see. is the Barbary lion, which is extinct. So it, it's sort of the same. Maybe okay. they should just make their national mascot John Cena because supposedly <laughs> he can't be seen. Maybe they should make their national mascot Donald J. Trump and he can go live there with his toes. He might go live there. <laughs> As we said last week, Morocco is the second largest producer of weed in the world behind the United States. USA. You can put your weed in there. Yeah. Yeah, and that was my joke, was the USA, USA. But now we've done it twice. Well, there's the rule of three in comedy, so the next time we bring it up, it'll be hilarious. Yeah. Okay. You read about open-air markets all over Morocco. Oh, boy. There's a word for those. You remember what it was? I can't remember. They have a word. Mm. Bazaar? Yeah. It's souk, souk. Souk, I think is what it is. It doesn't matter. I don't remember. Okay. Or I never found out, which is possible. And there's all these spices everywhere. Yes. What the fuck is the deal with all the spices? Who's eating all these spices? It's like you go to Morocco and you're like, hey, did you, you go to Morocco? Yeah, it was really good. Did you, did you buy anything while you were there? Yeah, spices. I, got some, I got some cumin. <laughs> Um, oh, you know what? This is funny. If I if I can double back to my diarrhea, please, please, which I know everybody's been waiting. It for. looks just like human. No, no, no. Um, so, I, so when we're at this restaurant, I pull aside the the owner, who's, you know, he's all over us. He's really, really sweet, and he's funny, and he's nice. And I pull him aside, and I said, "Look, I ate something funny. I'm not doing real well. Do you have any emodium or something?" I got to tell you something. There is an emodium shortage in Morocco. Really? Like, yeah. Our tour guide went looking, couldn't find any. Huh. It was just, it's just not out there. But this guy's like. Light bulb. Cumin is good for an upset stomach. Cumin. So, yeah. So Now we know why there's so much cumin. <coughs> That's why there's so much cumin in yeah. Morocco, I guess. So he went, to, he went to the kitchen and he made the woman who was doing all the cooking make me some cumin tea. <laughs> So he brought me out hot water with a ton of cumin in it, and I had to stir it and stir it and stir it and stir nice. it, and I'm drinking it as fast as I can, and I get to the end, and it's probably like a, a like a teacup size thing yeah. that I'm drinking out of, and I get to the bottom of it, and there's like two inches of cumin sludge, but I felt better for about three hours. Yeah. So good job. It worked. Well, first of all, Barry. <laughs> I would have liked all those spice. Really? Spice things. Yeah. We went to a spice market. Well, yeah. we went to we right. went to an apothecary. So he was, you know, his job was basically to sell us this is for your skin and this is for this oh, and no. this is for that and this is and this and and all the spices and all that stuff and I'm literally shitting my pants over here. What do you got for me? I need like emodium, <laughs> maybe some maybe a kaopectate, I don't know. Uh, we got some cumin. <laughs> Hey, it, it, hey, that's all they had to offer, and it worked what for a while. What about cumin? <laughs> what do you think of that? Okay, I'll try it. I'll try anything. <laughs> he said he tried anything. I've, I've, I've spent an hour and a half of my two hours here in your bathroom. I'll try the cumin. <laughs> just, just go in the other room See and put a bunch of cumin in a cup. <laughs> It doesn't even have to be cumin. Just Look at make them think it's cumin. That little window. Look at it. He did it. He did it. I've got to say that the people listening at home are going to be like, "What the 
heck did they just say? I'll just add an idea. <laughs> he drank the whole thing. He did not. He did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got some. We got some. We can't even. Okay, I don't know what's going on here, so I'm going to try and bring it back. When we were in Casablanca. <laughs> Comedy gold, folks. <laughs> Go ahead, Dave. I don't know. So, um, let's see. When we were uh, when we were in Rabat, which is a large city of five hundred eighty thousand people and a whole bunch of cars and motor scooters and stuff, um, that is the home to the Mohammed the Sixth Tower. Mohammed the Sixth is the current king, and it is the third largest building in Africa. And it was built by the owner of the Bank of Africa, billionaire Afman Benjelian. Steen. Steen. No Jewish bankers in Africa. I was going to say it was built by Karl Lagerfeld. <laughs> um, and then we went to uh, Volubilis and Volubilis was really cool. It might have been just about my favorite part of the trip. It's actually the ruins from the Holy Roman Empire, which stretched into Africa. Uh, and it was really cool. And you could see they actually had like like Roman hot tubs from like uh, 900 or whenever, 1100, wow. whenever the Roman Empire was. That you could no. use? No, no. Everything was just ruins. But no, no what, what am I saying? 900 or 1100. That was like... Around Jesus' time, was it? Wasn't that Holy yeah. Roman Empire? Ho yeah. Oh, Holy Roman Empire? Holy that was post-580. Okay. So that's how old this stuff was. And that was really, really cool. Yep. Okay. So, so my, my sixth fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> Please, interrupt. <laughs> there is a Jewish museum in Casablanca. Did you go? No, okay. didn't know there was a Jewish uh, museum in Casablanca. It's like it's like having an LGBTQ club at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> Had you written that before, or did you write it just now? A couple hours ago. Okay, nice. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to see Barry. I can't wait to see your stand-up act at Hannah Theater, and for a lady to walk out on you. God, this is good. Yeah. Thanks. Comedy gold, Bear. <laughs> Number seven, Morocco is also home to the oldest existing educational institution in the world, founded in 859 AD, the University of Al Karouin, where Joe Biden was among the first graduates in <laughs> 863. <laughs> oh, that was well played. You play on both sides, I love it. <laughs> Number eight, education is compulsory in Morocco. Although roughly 80% of the, I'm sorry, 50% of the population can, can read or write, and then 50% can't. Or as Mississippi calls it, a country of know-it-alls. <laughs> <laughs> number, number nine, the country is home to the highest ski resort in Africa because of all the weed. Oh, it's just piled the oh, ski. They're skiing the on top of all oh, the highest. No, it, it literally is the highest. It, it's like uh, almost two miles up in, in the in the Atlas Mountain. Did you see the Atlas Mountains? Yep, I got pictures of the Atlas Mountains. Quite beautiful, I would assume. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good talk. Good talk. 
The country is home to the. No, wait, what number is this? Ten. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's Joe's tapped out. Can- wow, these are good. <laughs> Cannabis, its byproducts, and other drugs are illegal. See, we went over that one. So naturally, it's everywhere. Apparently, the sheesh. Oh, that, that fizzled out. You have an 11s to make up for it. <laughs> I do have a bonus, but it's not, it's not fun. It's also not funny. It's, it is interesting, though. Okay. Homosexuality is illegal in Morocco, as we already, already went over. And uh, the entirety of the Casablanca Craigslist, which does exist. Does it really? It really does. The entirety of Craigslist in Morocco has nine posts on it, and they're ah. all they're all for sale things. That was it. <laughs> so is that part true, or yeah, did that, you make that, that up? That is one hundred percent true. Somebody was selling a water heater. Um, somebody was selling uh, some fabric. You know, shit like that. Uh, that was it. I did go to the open air markets, and um, I went alone. Um, Deb wasn't feeling well that morning, so I went with on our little tour and then they left us off at the market and Greg and Adrian went back to the hotel and I wanted to buy some souvenirs. So I went walking around and although like you picture an open air market, there are actually insides that are like a a labyrinth and you get turned around and lost Uh at everything. It was, it was really stressful and you're getting hounded at every turn. Come look at my, I was going to say, because you were obviously Probably not from there. You were a tourist. I was going to say, or did you just get hounded? Yeah, nonstop? I got hounded pretty good, but I, did, I felt like I did pretty well. Um, did you negotiate? Oh, oh, yeah, I'm a Jew. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 and, I, I, and that's part of the culture. Yeah. You have to negotiate yeah. with them. So, yeah, I mean. If they gave you a number, they, would you automatically go 50% of that? Or no, I went sure? 30%. Our, our tour guide actually said start at about a third. Okay. I got everything I got at right around 50%. Okay. So what you I should have said like to I that tour okay. guide is, how about a fifth? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I he trusted like, him. He would have been like, okay, a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> now you're talking. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, um, this is fun. <laughs> yeah, you can. You if you guys want to send us on more trips, then I'll come back and do trip ticks for you. Okay, you like uh, Rick Steves? I don't know. Who, I know that name, but I don't know who he is. He's, He's the that PBS guy. Yeah. Mm. Travels. Rick Steves travels Europe. Is that not the greatest job in the whole world? Oh my god! All that mm. dude does is just travels everywhere and then says stupid shit about what he did while he was yeah. there. But is he happy? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> So in Marrakesh, which was the next day after my bellyache, I was finally feeling better. The day after. And uh, we went out, speaking of belly aches, we went out to dinner and a show. And the show was belly dancers. Mm. Thank you. Finally and, something interesting. <laughs> and that was, I'll show you videos <laughs> later, but that was... Oh, I looked at them. Oh, okay. Facebook, yeah. A bunch of times? Uh-huh. Yeah? Many times. With how many hands? <laughs> Um, that was really cool. And Gross. I think, I think Deb, um, I think Deb over tipped her because she spent an awful lot of time dancing for Deb. Oh, yeah. So that was, uh, that was really neat. Really, really unique. Um, that is not something that you, uh, that you do in the United States wow. as far as I know. I do it. Dancing. Yes. Friday night. <laughs> I don't know if there was there a video of. Her dancing, dancing by Greg. Yes. Did he look like so uncomfortable? Yes. 
Yeah, he is not. I think he's like Andy. He doesn't want to be touched. Mm -hmm. Your cat likes me. Yeah, you can have it. (laughs) And that's okay. Offer's always open. No, that's all right. I had questions. I had more questions about your trip. Okay. Casablanca. Did Hmm. you go to like certain places they filmed the movie? Um, No. The only option in Casablanca that would have been... um, that would have been kind of related to the movie is Rick's Cafe American, which yeah. is, you know, and we were basically warned off of it. Uh, They're rude. The food is lousy. Greg and Adrian were going to go. Deb and I were not going to go. But he was like, the old owner was wonderful and she would come out. She'd take pictures with you. You could walk around if you weren't going to eat there. And then it got sold like 10 years ago or five years ago. And the new owners were like, if you're not eating here, get out. And mm-hmm. and the food's lousy and overpriced. So we did not go. But that was, they did, when we were on the road to Casablanca, they actually played it on the bus, which was on the movie? a nice touch. Right. But I put it in my earbuds and listened to Brown's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the movie. Uh, second, oh, go ahead, Barry. No, I'm, I'm good. Go ahead. Uh, uh, camels. They smell. Okay. Mm-hmm. With their noses? Ah! <laughs> they seem really wide. Like you they really are, to yeah. Stretch. yeah. How wide? I was concerned oh, whether man. I could stretch as much as I needed to. <clears throat> the, the ride probably only lasted like 45 minutes, but by the time I got off, it's too long. my legs were quivering. Wide, it was stretched by the time he got off. <laughs> it took what me 45 we, minutes. About, we're talking yeah, about camels, that's, yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> was uh, it awkward getting on the camel? No, not really. They they lay down for you, okay, subservient camels, and then you climb over, put yourself in the saddle, and all that. Do you stuff. think they enjoy people wait, wait, riding? We're talking about camels. No, I don't. <laughs> no, the belly dancers. <laughs> It always bugs me sometimes. Like uh, horses, I think they're oh, they're used to it, whatever. But I, I don't know well, if these, all animals these camels, want to be ridden on. These camels are used to it. Yeah, they're you know domesticated camels. Does, does that make it? Right and they're though? actually not camels; they're dromedaries. Oh. You know the, you know how to tell the difference. Yeah, one hump, not two. Right, which one's which? Dromedary has one. Yeah, you know how you know that? Because the tour guide told me. Yeah. But, so. <laughs> So, so if you take a D and you lie and you turn it on its side, it's got it's one hump. Okay. And if you take a B like Bactrian and you turn it on its side, it's got two humps. Ah. That's how I remember it. It's just a little mnemonic device. You're welcome. No, you don't. You're the best bear. Take it. They're both camels. Take a D, <laughs> turn it on its side. Um, that was that was really cool. But that if was you take the camel a B, riding was put hair was, on its side. Does the phrase "hung like a camel" apply? Um, I, I thought it was hung like I a would, horse. I was so here's the thing is Would you, the camels were lying down when we got there and they were lying down when we got off of them and I couldn't look underneath. You want to do though, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Absolutely. Did you look I'm, see I'm there into like camel a, porn. a hole in the sand like <laughs> how deep it was? I did not. I, I, did I like not. to describe myself as a sexual camel. <laughs> One hump not two. <laughs> I can go for months. <laughs> That's a Seinfeld joke. That's not. My oh, is joke. it? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that one. George? Yeah, George. Yeah, sounds like George. Let's see what else was there. Um, let's see. Um, oh, anybody know what a hammam is? You um, you did your research, hum- and Barry doesn't know what a hammam. 
Nice. I probably forgot already. A hammam is like a mud bath. Oh. oh. And you go, you get a mud bath, they scrub you and all that stuff. Wow. Now, you guys may or may not remember that I didn't make it like the week before I came because I had fallen down my steps and I was all oh, beat right. up. Yeah. And I was like my elbows were covered in scabs. <sighs> and Deb and I decided to do this hammam because, you know, they, that's something you're supposed to do and it not going to get it in the United States and it was legally right and it was so it was so strange first of all neither of the women that we did it in the hotel rather than going to uh, a traditional one are okay. we talking about mud baths yeah we're talking okay. about mud good baths. all right <laughs> oh, I, Keep see, going. I see where you're going there um, I thought this was maybe before we went yeah. <laughs> right so they give you these Little cloth underwear to wear. <laughs> it was like... To cover up the scabs. No, not on my elbows. <laughs> but anyhow, so they, they like spray you down with cold water. Then they spray you down with hot water. Then they, then they cover you in oil and then they mud you up. It's like a, it's like a uh, Islam schwitz. It's like an is, Islam schwitz, exactly. And they've got these like mats that go on your hands that are basically like Brillo and they scrub the shit out of your skin. That would be nice. Yeah. Well, I, I I thought it would. So I I point to my elbows, you know, to the lady to show her the scabs to tell her to be careful. I'll take that shit right off. (laughs) That's you got it, Joey. (laughs) They didn't speak English. So I think she thought that I was saying, make sure you get rid of this stuff. And these are like one week old Deep scabs. Yeah. <laughs> and she scrubbed the shit out of them, and I damn near went through the ceiling and tore off all the scabs off of my elbow. Ouchie. But my skin was glowing by the time I was out of there. But I'm just trying to think of how beneficial that was mud to your open wounds. <laughs> well, and my wounds like, weren't the open. The they, were, they, were, they were scabbed, so they weren't no, open. I want you scrubbed them. <laughs> Yeah, well. And the next guy who got in there, he got the benefit of getting well, scrubbed by your oh, scabs. No, 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 it's not it's not a tub, oh. just so you know. You lie on a table. Gotcha. Okay. And they mud you up. You don't lie in a mud bath, which is what I yeah. had pictured that, and kind they, of what I was thinking. That's what they have in the United to. States. That's why someone went to one, or I think it was the United States. A mud bath? Bathtub? Yeah, like a mud bath like out in the the wherever they were staying, it was just out in the wild and they were like, I'm getting in. And this mud bath, and he's supposed to be relaxing. I'm thinking, how many other fucking people have been in here naked because you're yeah. supposed to go in naked before uh, me? And I just and the guys like it. the guys like I immediately got out. It was just like, no way, yeah. fuck that. That reminds me of Kalahari, you know, where you where Ugh. you you bathe in the Ugh. the rinsings of a million hillbillies' buttholes. Oh, Jesus, oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> All right, my last story from Morocco. Well, not really my last story. I can tell more if we get if we run out of content. But um, <coughs> the last night God, in the hotel, horrible. Um, the last night in the hotel, um, I go out for a walk and I come back and get off the elevator on my floor, and there's music coming through the windows and it is loud as shit. Like, how the hell am I going to sleep? And there was a band playing four floors below me um, in the bar. And so we went down and it was... Stones. It was the Rolling Stones. <gasps> oh, my God. It was... It was. Um, what were they was, playing? 
It was, well, so it was a guy with, it was a violinist, a keyboardist, and a, uh, and a vocalist that played guitar. And like they were playing a mix of stuff, but some of the stuff they were playing was really cool. Like they played a Van Morrison tune, but in a Moroccan style. Nice. And it was so good. Yeah. And it was really nice to see some live Moroccan music yeah. before we came back. So that was the last thing we did. And it was, uh, it was like a really nice way to end it for a music guy like me. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Cool. Were they yeah. selling any CDs or? Uh, I don't know. Eight tracks? Real to real. Morocco hasn't caught up with it. CDs would have been good enough. Yeah. That's racist. Yeah, Joe. Listen to you stereotyping. Nobody asked whether we were, the, nobody asked whether the people that put mud on them were hot. Very wanted to know. I, okay. so I, my woman I was not decided, hot. No. Yeah. My woman was not hot, and Deb's woman was like, give me a scale. Four feet six. My woman. One zero to ten. She was like maybe a five, maybe. Oh, that's a three. <laughs> well, it's, she's a, it's Moroccan. a Moroccan three. He's, he's being yeah. generous, <laughs> just in Moroccan. case she's listening to the podcast. I told her all about it. Of course, she looked at me because she didn't understand English. The woman that that did Debs was like, she was like four and a half feet tall. Okay, okay. And you she got was, my interest. and she was giggly, and go on. And she, she spoke was 12. no English. <laughs> <laughs> and you're, just, you're describing like, a 12 year old Dave so she's like <laughs> no she wasn't but she looked like she could have been and um, she was like like rubbing Deb's skin and it was like the skin was like I don't know how to describe it like rolling and she was like giggling and saying spaghetti spaghetti like it looked like spaghetti so if you want to, uh, if you want to make, if you want, if you want to make, oh no, Deb was rolling. She was all about it. Down. She, she, no, she was, she was having a blast. They did, but they, that woman was so weird. I mean, my woman didn't talk at all, which was fine with me. Yeah, but totally. That's, last time some woman gave me a bath, she, oh looked, my God. she pointed and said, spaghetti, spaghetti. <laughs> I don't know if I should tell this part. <laughs> I don't know if I should tell this on the podcast, but. If you have any hesitation, you probably should. <laughs> you probably should. Do you all agree? Yes. It's a little nasty. Uh, Mrs. Turner, you should probably turn this off for the next 30 seconds. Oh, she turned this off long ago. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> so the woman, So I'm lying on a table, and the woman that's scrubbing me is... And by the way, this is like at the end of the day, so they've been working all day. And she's about crotch high to the table yeah oh boy and man did she smell oh. Oh. it was really unpleasant <laughs> it was like she ran a 10k oh. or something and, for our ultra and listeners even, that's like running a 50k yeah. and and even though I turned my head the other oh. way it wasn't oh. much relief are you sure it wasn't the mud? It was not the mud. No. She smelled from the very minute that I laid um, down there. The lady, they were, you know, they sell the um, uh, deodorant. The same company makes the emodium. So it's, <laughs> oh, so there's, okay, yeah. right. You should have gotten up and been like, oh, my stomach hurts Some yoni I'll yam. be back, Deb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought about asking out. The locals speak a lot of Arabic or French or both or? French. French. So, um... Yeah. 
So I, none of us really learned any Arabic, which was, I kind of embarrassed mm -hmm. of myself, to be honest mm -hmm. with you. Mm -hmm. But I did get by with a little bit of French that yeah. I knew, which was nice. I get nice. by with a little help did from you, my French. Did you try any technology, like any of that Google auto-translate, like live time? No, there was no need to, because mm. our tour guide was there. So if we needed a translator, we did. And if not, we made our way with broken French. Or I mean, a lot of people speak English, you know? So you didn't tell your tour guide? Tell that woman she smelled. I, I did not. He knew nothing about that because that was like a side uh, gig. Les side. skunk. Les pieux. Les pieux. <laughs> Pepe les pieux. Um, yeah, I forgot about that. You but, just ooh. yell it really loud. Yeah, you smell! So there was a family on the tour with us. It was like, it was like a couple and her mom and like their four kids. Ugh, that sounds like a... And they were from, they were from yeah. Houston. <laughs> And apparently they're Beyonce's cousins. Oh. So that was interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a guy there with his 15-year-old daughter. Oh, boy. They had a really questionable relationship. Dave used the quotes when he said 15-year-old daughter. Um, but she looked just like him. But mm -hmm. they had a really strange relationship. Oh. They were a lot more touchy than they oh. should have been. Um, she had... Uh, Where were they from? I don't remember. Mississippi. <laughs> I don't remember. No, I think uh, Boston, as a matter of fact. Oh. Then their father and daughter. <laughs> sure. And there's maybe. nothing wrong with whatever was going on. <laughs> you know, those Boston she things had, love touching. <laughs> so she was like 14 or 15. She had weed socks. And you know those little things you put on the back of your phone so you can hold it between oh, yeah. your fingers? She, she had a weed pop it or whatever they're called i think it is no, she was all about the uh they were all about the weed culture as was he and he was like so she was like 14 and he was like i think he said he was like 72 or something oh, so i think he disgusting. knocked up her he knocked up her mom and then she disappeared mm. um but bunch of nice people on the tour but he was weird he talked too much he's probably guilty he just had that guilty talk about him Mm -hmm. All right, you know, he talks too much because he's, yeah. 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 Oh, that's interesting. Did you Google any of these people or like Facebook search? That's Deb. That's, that's all. Deb, I want to find Deb, out whether that people really were Beyonce's cousins. You'll have to text Deb on that. Okay. Um, I wouldn't at all. I know she, because she researches for her job, right? Yeah. So she was looking them up, looking them up to try and figure out what they do and where all their money comes from yeah. because they're constantly on vacation and stuff like that. So she could probably tell you some stuff. Right, I'll follow up with her. <coughs> Looks like Barry's texting her now. Yep. Beyonce? <clears throat> Stand by. Queen Bee incoming. <laughs> and that, folks, was Morocco. By the way, Royal Moroccan Air flies like clockwork. So it's not like Frontier? Or yes, spirit. It is not like frontier or spirit. We were we pushed away from the gate on time. We landed on time. We got back on time. It was wonderful. And nice. so Adrian and uh, Greg are good travel buddies. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. We had gone with them. It was six years ago. We went with them to Budapest and Prague and huh. realized that you know. Because, I mean, You're they're compatible. great. They're Yeah, absolutely. You know, nobody in our group is like, we have to spend time together. Nobody gets offended if we want to go do our own things. I love you that. Know? 
It was, yeah. you know, it's, it's, they're really good to travel with. And, uh, Greg likes to immerse himself in, he's one of those research people, kind of like Barry. Yeah. So, you know, he's, he's, he always comes up with interesting stuff. Does he have a joke at the end of his interesting stuff? No, no, no. That's all Barry. <laughs> so he wanted to find out like the real, the real story with the locals and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Well, we all wanted, oh, you know what I didn't talk about? Um, we had, one of the things that we were most excited about was dinner with a local family, a home cooked dinner with a local right. family. Uh, that's fun. I saw that and I was thinking, how did you arrange that? Um, it's like a website you can go to. Yeah, it was like it wasn't done <laughs> on TripAdvisor, but it was done on something like TripAdvisor. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there are people that just host. Mm-hmm. That's sort of like a side gig, like a side gig. And so the guy sends a car to pick us up and he comes with the car, you know, and they take it. And like, we're really interested about finding out about like what life in Morocco is like. And, you know, and we get back to his place and it's just dinner with him. His sister's in the kitchen cooking. She doesn't come sit down. Mom's in the back room. She doesn't sit down. So it's just him. Right. Which is not what we were expecting. Okay. And we're asking him questions, you know, and he's like not enjoying the questions. Mm. You know, like one of the things I said. Why are you so stupid? He's like, he's like, we were only supposed to eat. So what was all the questions? Yeah, that's. I think that's kind of what he was expecting. I would except, not expect that he should be expecting that. Ferme so like, la bouche, right? So like, I, so I ask him, you know, how long have you been studying English? Because this English is really good. And he thought I was making fun of him because his English was lousy. So I tried to explain to him that that wasn't the case, but he was offended, right? And we're asking him all this stuff, and everything's making him, you know, everything's offending him. And it really, like, just screwed up the whole meal. But it was by far the best meal I had while I was in Morocco. Wow. But he was just such a dick. And, um, And so, like... Deb find, found him on TripAdvisor, and she gave good g- gave um, you know a, a review, and and the appointment or the reservation or whatever was made by Greg. So he replies to the reservation, or he replies to Deb's response and says, "Greg, you know I didn't appreciate being given the third degree and this and that and this and that and that you know." And he's like calling us out yeah, for Greg. being rude and all this stuff. And he's like, but still, I'm sorry that it wasn't what you were expecting. <laughs> wow. He was, he was just, he was just, he had a bug up his ass. Maybe, maybe he, maybe their culture doesn't allow for asking questions about like where you were schooled and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know? I doubt that. No. I doubt it too. It. I think he was just a dick. Maybe his wife left with the kids. And that's why it was just him. Maybe they day. had fought earlier in the day, yeah. and she's like, "You know what?" He's Fuck like, "You know you. what? You make this meal. I'm done." Yeah. Maybe. Well, maybe that's why his sister cooked it. Who did he but, have to call sister to come over? He was all mad. First of all, I would never have the guts to just call up a web, you know, a website and be like, "Oh, I'm going to have dinner at this stranger's house." That's just. Yeah, but I mean, they get graded, you know. So. Uh, it's just weird. Yeah. Well. I, w- I would never have thought. Well, maybe of- you're a lousy travel companion, Joe. I no. would. I would never have thought of doing it, but it's a great idea, and, yeah. I, and I think I would have loved it. I'm going to start doing it here. 
it would have been. I think you should. But in, in the fashion, this guy did it. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be like go eating a Corky and Lenny's or something where everybody's rude. I would have only done it because I've done it before. Oh. I went to India, but I was with a coworker that lived there. It was during Diwali. And he's like, do you want to come to my house? My family's having a Diwali cookout or whatever. So it wasn't like a stranger. It wasn't a stranger, but it was a home cooked meal, and it was fantastic meal. Sounds amazing. And they've been they've been worshiping Joe as their god ever since. Which is interesting because he looks nothing like a cow. <laughs> they did have swastikas in their house. Facing the opposite way, yeah. though, right? Which well, I saw that and I was like, yeah. or were they? Oh. <laughs> the swastika was, existed long before the Nazis, yeah. Joe. It's an ancient Navajo symbol. Yeah. Oh, I was once at... It was um, because of that I did my research and now I'm more edumacated. That's <laughs> nice. I, I ran into like three guys... Um, in a in a park once, and I'll one of them was, <laughs> and one of them was like, had a swastika. I'm like, nice swastika. He's like, and then he started talking about you know the whole Sanskrit, and I'm like, right. yeah, that's why you have a swastika, yeah. right? Because yeah. it's Sanskrit. Yeah. Sure enough, I'm lucky I got out of there alive. There was a surfer who used it as a symbol back in the 50s or 60s, and that was him as mm-hmm. well. Sanskrit, although I hate Jews, but uh, it has nothing to do with why I'm using this symbol on all my surfboards. Hang loose, bro, unless you're a Jew. Fuck yourself. Right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like this. That was for, that was only for people in the room. Sorry about that. Well, we're glad you had a good time, Dave, and we're glad you made yeah. it back home safe. And it's, Me too. I, my, with my head attached, which was my only real concern. Who had a better time, you or Deb? I think I did. You did, really? I think I did. Good. Yeah. She was really put off by that whole dinner situation. Really? And she wasn't really happy about how loud the hotels were. How much did the dinner thing set you back? The, the family dinner? Yeah. I think like 18 bucks. So it's a really inexpensive place to visit. That's one of the things yeah. I found out while I was doing my book report. <laughs> yep, yep. I mean, the the hammam, which was an hour long, was only 40 bucks a person. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. How much was the weed? I don't know how much the weed was, Barry. How much is it here? How much was the massage? How much was the mud massage? That's the hammam. 40 bucks. I read that... Pay attention, Joe. It's expensive. If, if you're a, tur- a tourist hour? in Morocco, that you'll be a pro... Somebody will come ask you if you want to buy weed at some point. Nobody and did. No, nobody asked you? No. No. Maybe because we were with the tour group. Then, oh, this was weird. First day I decided to... Um, Deb was like not feeling well, so I wanted to go out and run down to the, the market and get some food. And this is in one of the main cities, so I'm actually like going to a mall mm-hmm. to, to go to a grocery uh, store. They have a Sbarro? Um, <laughs> they did not have a Sbarro, but they did have a Shea Paul's. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that is. Oh, it's a really fancy restaurant. Oh. Um, you can't you tell because it says Shea in the title? <laughs> so I'm, I'm walking of, down... I'm RuPaul. <laughs> So I'm walking down to the market, and I have no no idea how far it is. Turned out it was like I was told it was like a five minute walk. And how many kilometers? Walk. See, they, they use no, that two point two. Area. I walked twenty miles a minute. I mean, twenty minutes a mile. So two point two. 
2.2 kilometers. 2.2 kilometers. So I'm walking down, and these guys are, like, leaning up against a wall, and oh, one guy God. comes up to me. and Yeah, but they didn't look like street toughs. Were they, like, snapping like this? <laughs> yeah. They have a leather jet. <laughs> when you're a jet, you're a jet from your yeah. first cigarette. Uh, and uh, so one guy comes up to me, and he's like, you know, I don't know what he was saying, obviously. I'm like, sorry, I don't speak English. And he goes like this, so I think he wants to high-five me. So I go to high-five him, and he starts patting me on the top of the head. Oh. You son of a bitch. Yeah. I was like. He humiliated you. I was, So I kept on walking, but I was like, you motherfucker. That was, <laughs> I bet you money. Those guys are sitting there. They'd be like, hey, I'll give you um What's their what's their denomination uh, over to, there? To, to, oh, what are they to pat his guy. head. I'll give you so much if you go pat that yeah. guy's head. There's like, no way. So could, be something like, <laughs> could be something like that. <coughs> I can't believe you let them do that, Dave. Yeah, I was gonna. I, I, I almost. You. I was gonna. I was gonna kill the motherfucker. Yeah. God. The exchange rate is ten to one. Disgrace I'm a karate man. America. The exchange. Yeah, it made it really easy yeah. to to do the money because it was pretty much ten to one. Yeah. Good job, Barry. Oh, Thank wow. you. Fun fact. So I was walking around with two hundred dollar bills, and I felt ooh, or two hundred. You're a Moroccan millionaire. I'm a Moroccan. <laughs> You're lucky they didn't try and rob you. Yeah. Well, I did check to see if dignity. I had my. I, I did check to see if I had my pocket picked, because yeah. they do tell you be careful of pickpockets, particularly in the Medina. Medina. Yeah, which was funky and cold. Don't you mean Medina? Hey, there you go. <laughs> No, that's only in Ohio. Is it called the Medina? Uh, I think, what exactly are the ingredients from Funky Cole Medina? Why is it a drink? Isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, the I Medinas were cool. They were out. actually, that's the old town, and it's surrounded surrounded by the wall. So that was really neat. You walk in and there, and that's what I was kind of expecting from Morocco. Gotcha. Yeah. So. The, the, the market. Well, no, the, the, the Medina is the old town. Old town. But the old towns have the markets. Gotcha. If you're looking to have a funky cold Medina, that's uh, two ounces of vodka, mm. two ounces of Southern Comfort. You can make it with gin beer. Two ounces of blue curacao and two ounces of cranberry juice. Next week on Blindside, we're going to try one. Yes. I have all those. Well, I don't have the blue curacao. Yeah. I can bring that. How about I bring that? You bring everything yeah. else. All right. Okay. I'll just bring myself. It's almost a reason to come back. That's a lot of alcohol, though. Two ounces of each. Not for oh, you. Oh, my God. I can finally hear. Did that it comes it? on. It comes what on. What was it? It's the uh, heating system. Oh. But you won't hear it on the podcast. They don't have this, you know, such modern technology know. in uh, Morocco. I, I didn't even realize I thought about installing a soundproof booth over us every time we come down, like the cone of silence. Maybe I will. Yeah. You know what the neatest part for me of that trip was? You don't, but I'm going to tell you. Certainly um, wasn't your shorts after that diarrhea incident. No, it was not that. You weren't going to let us guess either. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Take a guess. Take a guess. I'm a music guy. Take okay. a guess. And it wasn't. <coughs> sorry, it wasn't the night that we saw live music. Take a guess what it was. You really like a good sitar. You see any snake charmers with the guy with the flute? Yep. And sorry. that was it. Nope. That, oh. But I did see snake charmers <laughs> and people with monkeys that would sit on your head. Nice. Poop on your head? I'm sure they would if you yeah. asked them to. Yeah. But usually you have to pay for that in my <laughs> it experience. Costs, costs extra. <laughs> did you ever listen to the radio? 
Um, in our taxis, the radios were playing. Then I had no clue. One guy, one guy that was driving us um, to one of our meals, he was great. He had, he was playing like David Gilmour and Mark Knopfler. It was awesome. See, I'd, I'd get I'd be like, could you change that to some traditional Moroccan music? Please? Heard heard that in the other cars. That's like when I go to to Kentucky. I want to hear bluegrass music, yeah. and you, you literally cannot find bluegrass music in Kentucky. So the uh, the cab drivers. Um, they will pick up more than one fare. Like if they pick up one person, then they'll they've have their free backseat. So Deb and I are taking a a, a cab to to one of the Medinas to do our last minute shopping before we head back to Casablanca to fly home. And so we hop in a cab, and we've talked to our guy. Um, how much should we pay for a cab to get there? And he's like, you know, probably like, you know, no more than like. Two, three dollars or 20, 30 dirham. That's what it's called. Dirham. So two to three bucks. Two to three bucks, right? So it's 10 to one, Joe. <laughs> so hold on, I'm doing chism bop. <laughs> <laughs> Not done yet. I'm a big fan of chism bop. Uh, that's a great, great reference. <laughs> yeah, that is a great reference for sure. Um, so we get in and we're like, how many, you know, we show them where we're going. We It was written down by the concierge or whatever. And we show them where we're going, how much. He's like, 30 dirham, I'm like 15, he's like, or 40 dirham, 20, 30, okay, right? Um, Guys, haggling over a dollar. Right, well, right, so, and the, and the, like, this the other thing that they told This is why we don't let Jews in our country. The <laughs> other thing they told us is if you can get them to use the meter, use the meter. So when we told him we wanted the meter, he's like, no meter, right? Uh, so it's not, It's optional? Yeah. So you negotiated the price up front, no yes. meter. Gotcha. Right. Exactly. Very smart. So the, so he drops off the guy in the front seat and the guy turns around to us and says, be careful, that's not the price. The three, the 30 dirham that we had agreed on. And the cabbie gets out and confronts the guy and no. they get into a shoving match. I can't believe I no. forgot to tell you this before. Then you take yeah. over the cab. <laughs> and I was like, I was afraid we were going to see a... St- I didn't even see them get in the shoving match. I was like dealing with the money and Deb was like looking out the cab and she was like watching them get at it, go at it with each other. Who was the guy who said this? That's not the price. He was the guy that was riding in the front seat. He was the other fare that was in the car when we got picked up. He was basically a local that had your back. Yeah, that's exactly correct. He was a local that had her back. And the funny part was on the ride home from there, the guy did use the meter and it was like 18 Durham. So I'm like, okay, we got ripped off for a buck twenty. I can deal with it. I was it, gonna you say know? you're you're quibbling over two dollars. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Did we mention Dave's Jewish? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, I would do the that, same. Thing, you're right? supposed to. You're supposed to haggle. Right. It's, it's you it's, know. It's the custom. It's the custom. Exactly. So there was that, and I thought there was something else, but we'll see if it comes back to me before uh, before the podcast ends. Well. It's 6.42. Then oh, I guess shit. not. I think it's almost time to end. What t- when did we start? Uh, like 5.45? One hour and three minutes ago and two seconds. Oh. Three right. seconds. Oh. 5.39. That was ton, close. You had a ton of more stuff, Barry? No, that was it. All right. That one will end on a great <laughs> note. report. Hey, the, I, I don't know what the title is going to be yet, but it's going to have Moroccan in it.
Yep. Um, if the house is Moroccan, Dave must be talking. <laughs> there we go. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's yeah. a good one. He's got something about Dave's diarrhea and cumin. Yeah. Drop that mic. <laughs> cumin, Italy. 